Season 1, Episode 1, The Invitation, written by Becky Sabetta. On July 14, 2017, the world as we earthlings knew it changed forever, though no one realized it at the time. It was one of the clearest nights that the sprawling neighborhoods of Kirkfield, Connecticut had seen all summer. Some even said that they could see other planets. But that night, they saw a shooting star. NASA hadn't predicted it. No local stargazing groups had, either. It wasn't even predicted by the planetarium. Still, it quickly filled up local Instagram feeds and showed up on the news the next day, only to be long forgotten by the time school rolled around in the fall. But anyone who knew anything about astronomy knew that there was something special about this shooting star. Because while it streaked across the sky like a shooting star, there was one major difference. It was bright purple. And shooting stars are rarely bright purple. August 30th, 2019. Dear Diary, When I saw Oliver Webb today, I felt like I was back in freshman orientation. He had seemed so unnatural sitting among my future classmates, hands tightly holding on to Lucy Bryant's as they intently listened to what the principal had to say. It wasn't that he was somewhere below us. He was somewhere much higher, and we all knew it. No one paid attention to the actual orientation that day. We were all focusing on Oliver and Lucy, and he could have looked at any of them, but it was my gaze that he returned. Mine! The girl dressed in her old denim vest and graphic tee, eyes hiding behind thick bangs that she wouldn't cut for another year. Standing outside in the rain today, I felt like that girl again. Shocked that someone so special had decided to pay attention to me, of all people, and that the action had nothing bad attached to it. I think Oliver Webb's taken an interest in me. He came up to me and gave me something. It's this little envelope but I still haven't opened it. I don't think I can. Not yet, anyways. I'm too terrified to. What kind of thing would he give to someone like me? We talked in classes a little bit, and he always compliments me on my clothes, but it's not like we even sat together at lunch last year. I can't remember the last time we had a conversation that lasted more than a few minutes. And we don't even have each other's numbers. How am I supposed to react to something like this? The first day of school is bad enough. I an Oliver Webb sending me all these weird signals, and I'm even more worried than before. But I've got to at least give him and whatever he has up his sleeve a chance. This year, I promised myself I would actually make some friends. Even if he's just asking me to join the track team or something, I should probably consider it. But why me? Entry number 792. I spent the past hour staring at my pod, and I still can't figure out what's wrong with it. Ned says that it's probably just the short circuit, but it's a six in pod. You can't short circuit something like that easily. Maybe she's just saying that because she doesn't want to deal with the possibility that it's something far more terrifying. Something like a part breaking that doesn't have an earth equivalent. Or maybe the entire pod's just decided to give out. Right now, all it's doing is blinking funny colors, but there's nothing to say that the entire thing isn't on its way out. I know I shouldn't be worrying about something like this on the first day of school. Nad's right when she says I should be focusing on our schoolwork. This world's a brutal place. It doesn't matter that it's just our first day back. 
We're juniors now, and apparently that means we deserve an onslaught of homework. I've already finished the chemistry, physics, and engineering homework. It's not hard. But I can't wrap my head around the stuff for contemporary issues. It's just that, well, it's hard understanding Earth life. I've been living here for two years, but I still feel like I don't know anything. And when they talk about the important events in other countries, I can barely remember where they are and if that's a good or a bad thing. I know the names of some of the big ones, the UK, Germany, France, but all the other ones just go in one ear and out the other. Nad's lucky. Whenever she's confused, she can just hijack the Wi-Fi and hop onto the internet. I wish I could do that. And the worst part is that everyone thinks I know all about these other places because I forgot I had my translator in last year and responded to something in Chinese. Apparently, I've been doing it ever since freshman year. But of course, I only realized it after everyone was convinced I'm a prodigy. So now they expected me to do something great, and I couldn't even answer the teacher's question when he asked me to list the top three countries I'd like to visit. I did some research during lunch just to be prepared if something like that ever comes up again. My top one is Egypt, because people think aliens helped out there, and I want to see if that's true. Then there's England. Ned laughed at me when I told her on the walk home this afternoon, but I want to go ride on one of those cool double-decker buses. And my last country to visit has to be Australia. Humans like to joke online about Earth being space Australia because it's so dangerous. I don't think it is. <laughs> what I've seen of Earth is nothing like back home. Home is... Home is scary. Earth is paradise compared to our old planet. Australia must be a paradise too, if they're so fond of comparing it to Earth as a whole. I should probably be focusing on the pod instead of chatting away into a microphone. But it's comforting to hear the sound of my voice. It's so dark and lonely in my room sometimes. This makes me feel like I'm not the only one out there. I I think I'm going to open it. I don't think I'll ever forget this moment, but I'm going to document it as best as I can. The letter is light enough to flutter off of my desk when I open the window earlier to let in fresh air. When I hold it up in front of my desk lamp, I can see some paper inside of it. It's too hard to make out anything more than that. But it almost looks like a letter. I'm trying to open it as gently as I can without ripping it, but... I really should get a letter opener. Tickets to the planetarium? He's not supposed to... No one's supposed to... I need to read the letter. Dear Charlie, I know we don't know each other well, but I want to change that. Uh, oh, is this what I think it is? I don't know if I can... I probably should just keep reading it, shouldn't I? Just to make sure I'm not jumping to conclusions. <clears throat> you seem like a nice person from the few times we've talked in the past. I really enjoyed those conversations. I don't know if you know this, but you're a refreshing person to be around. I heard you mention that you wanted to go to the planetarium to Mysticano in biology at the end of last year. You've probably gone since then, but you strike me as the type of person who'd want to go again? I want to go with you, not on a date. I just want to be friends. There's even an ice cream shop next door to it, isn't there? We could get something to eat together afterwards and talk. I thought asking your number might give you the wrong idea, so here's mine. If you want to hang out sometime, even if it's not at the planetarium, you can text me. See you in school tomorrow. Oliver Webb. Uh, oh my 
God, I have to be dreaming. This can't be true. Why would Oliver want to spend time with me? I'm... I'm... There's no point in talking about it. You already know the story. Bringing it up is only going to ruin this moment, and I want to let myself believe that this is really true. Don't idolize, Oliver. I know I can sound like that sometimes when talking about my classmates, but Oliver's always been one of the nicest ones to me, and this makes me feel like I'm about to burst from all this joy. Friendship of Oliver means no more sitting alone at lunch. No more doing group projects alone because I'm too scared to ask practical strangers to be class partners. When we're waiting alone for teachers to come during passing time, I can talk with him and his friends. I could even muster up the courage to talk to Lucy Bryant. That one probably won't happen. But this year is going to be the best year of high school yet. Now I just need to text him. What am I supposed to say to him? This isn't like anything I've done before, and it's certainly not like messaging someone online. I need to pick my words carefully to show him just how much this means to me, without coming off as obsessive. Okay, putting in his number now. <sighs> Time to send a text. I read your letter. That's a good start. Thanks for the offer. I'd love to go to the planetarium with you. The text says, that's great. I have some homework to work on right now, but want to text more to figure out the details later? I'll reply with sure. That's a safe bet, isn't it? Reem isn't going to believe what happened. She should be out of school right now, I think. I've been getting impatient waiting for her to finally leave. I hope she's done with her homework already. I hate days when we have to cut our conversation short. Hailing Rossi, this is Rem calling from a station here on planet Earth. She must still have school. Shoot. Hey, Rem. How was the homeschooling today? <laughs> it was great, as it usually is, in that it was boring. I wish I could go to school like you, Ross. I bet you have all kinds of adventures. I hope your health gets better soon. I hope it does too. But at least I have our daily chats to keep me company. At least there's that. So, anything happened at school today? You know that boy I've talked about before? The one you've been dying to be friends with all your entire high school career? I feel like I know him as well as you do, even though we've never met. You'll never believe what he asked me to do with him. He didn't ask you to go on a date, did he? He kind of did. 
Rossi. Not an actual date. Like, a friendship date. It's totally platonic. We're going to the local planetarium, and then we're getting ice cream. He gave me a letter with the tickets and his phone number in it at the very end of the day. I don't have a lot of dating experience, thanks to, you know. But that does sound like a date. He said he didn't want to give me the wrong idea. That's a weird way to ask someone to hang out. I thought it was kind of cool. Of course you would think that. You think everything he does is cool. I didn't come here to get called out. You don't think he's doing this because he wants to hurt your feelings, right? I... I thought about it. Everyone in your school knows what you said your freshman year. I know. And if I was a cruel teenager who wanted to make fun of you, I'd pick the planetarium. I know. You're really sure about this, aren't you? I don't want to be alone at school anymore, Rem. I spent so much time sitting by myself that I've forgotten what it feels like to be with other people. Our friendship is important, but it's not the same as meeting in person. I know that much, too. Yeah. You'll tell me everything, won't you? You know I will. Good. I hope it goes well. Just be safe, okay? I will. I think my mom is home now. She'll need me to help unload groceries. Talk to you later? Funny timing. I have to go too. TTYL, Rossi. Nothing wrong with the pod. It's just the lights. I probably could make a working one from Earth parts, but it's not the same. And I doubt I could get it to help with the fractures either. They were starting to appear as I left school today. I haven't used the pod the past few days because of the lights, but I hurried back home before anyone could notice. Nad didn't even notice, which is probably a good thing. She's been really overprotective lately. I think she thinks I'm getting too comfortable on Earth, that I'm taking too many risks. Earth hasn't made me as alert, I'll admit that. But is it wrong to want to be happy? I hate when I need to be paranoid, when I need to be questioning everyone's motive and everyone's actions. I just want to live my life. I lost my chance at that back home. Maybe I never even had it. But Earth is my new home. It's just me, Nad, and the friends I make with my classmates. And while none of us will ever be as close as Nad and I are, nothing can compare to the connection between creator and creation and best friends who have traveled the galaxy together. I still got to start over fresh with them. It's our junior year. They all forgot about the crash at the end of freshman year. I don't need to be afraid anymore. I'm going to thrive this year. No more hiding in the dark. It's time to step out into the light. Extraterrestrial is an indie podcast written and produced by Becky Sabetta. Becky also voices Charlie Hart. Bendik Pavlovsky provides the voice for Codex. 
and Rem is voiced by Lex Nitro. All music in this episode is by Becky Sabetta, and the alert sound effects are courtesy of zapsplat.com. Episodes are posted on the first Saturday of every month on Buzzsprout or wherever else you access your podcasts. Check out more about Extraterrestrial and the work that went into it on its Instagram at extraterrestrial.podcast. Thank you for listening.